Yo, yo, yo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Preferred Lines Podcast. My name is Joe Idoni. Um, what you have stumbled upon is a golf gambling podcast where we're going to talk about the Memorial Golf Tournament. I'm going to give a little course preview. We're going to go over some of my course notes, key stats. I'm going to give you the best bet of the week. We're going to go through the whole odds board. We stream it all live on YouTube and on the Bird app. If you're there, give it a like, give it a subscribe, maybe a retweet. Um, takes literally like one second. Go to the YouTube page, subscribe to that. I have a serious serious goal in mind for this year and i need your help to accomplish it um i know a lot more people check out this show that then subscribe to the youtube channel so that would be a huge help to me if you've got like three gmail accounts get them all loaded up that'd be great here's what's on tap for tonight full course preview we're going to detail detail muirfield village uh, i'm going to go into a bit of a deep dive there then we're going to go through the odds board every section top middle long shots i got a little bit everywhere for you uh best bet of the week if you have any questions feel free to drop those in the chat now i will try to maneuver if there's a few through them as we kind of go through the show live if not i'm going to do that in a final uh q a segment then i'll give some final thoughts we'll get out of here wish you all the best this week thank you once again for joining in the course preview and key stats portion, as you can see in that corner there, brought to you by the Fantasy Points Media Group. Um, they are kind enough to support me. They are doing huge initiatives into, into PGA Tour content. NFL season's coming up, too. You can use the promo code LINES22, 10% off a sub. Um, Dom's over there. My guy Jers is over there. Huntman, who was a guest on this show a few weeks ago, is over there. Uh, Chris Murphy. Just, just a, a good good group of people that we can all support um check them out that's awesome okay where are we at this week we are in dublin ohio coincidentally the very first golf tournament that i ever had boots on the ground at in 2009 when tiger won i remember it vividly i was there with all my old buddies there was an extensive rain delay we crashed a house party off of um i think it was like the 12th hole at the time um, Tiger fended off Kucher and, and Jim Furyk to win that event. So um, first golf tournament I was ever at. Muirfield Village, Jack's Place, par 72, 7,543 yards on the scorecard this week. Year two post-renovation. I'm going to have to stop a few times to drink water. I've been sick, guys, for like 14 days. My wife's been like bedridden. My kids have got it. Taking like 10 COVID tests, all negative. I don't know what it is. If this isn't COVID, I don't know what it is. But all negative, still kicking. Um, back again this week, excited to be. So the renovation, you all remember vividly when they're finishing walking off the green and Jack's got like um, <coughs> bulldozers out there ripping up the surface. Um, all for TV, giving you a visual, a very dramatic visual that only – Jack Nicholson can provide. Um, Jack Nicholas, excuse me. Um, that's for another show when I'll bust on Jack. Anyways, bent grass greens, bent grass fairways. Now redid all 18 green surfaces, pinched things in a little bit off the tee, brought the rough up, basically wanted to, to make this thing harder. He was tired of the David Lingmurs and William McGirtz of the world winning his tournament. Um, so we made things more difficult. Cut line, historic cut line, plus three. Previous winners, Cantlay, Rom, Cantlay, Rom, mix and match. 
Bryson was like 60 to 1. Duffner was 75 to 1. McGirt 201 and Lingmurth 500 to 1. Long shot can hit here. A lot of people are thinking it comes from the top. Um, it is familiar, and anytime you get familiar, you get enhanced predictability. Um, I think that that does play true this week, although we've seen some weird stuff go down here. Um, firmed up the greens. I think it was more difficult last year. I believe one of the top five hardest uh, non-majors of the year um, was clearly annoyed, I think, with with what Bryson's intentions for the game were. So he, you know, he wanted to bring the bunkers more into play off the tee. So he moved some of the par fives back, thus bringing those bunkers back into play. The problem was, guys, that, that the bunkers were a hazard that were only for like the bottom 50% in terms of driving distance, um, which makes sense. He wants to eliminate that and, and elevate some fairness. So they're in play for everyone. Um, Lee Gent whiskey on tap tonight. Good for the throat. It's getting better. We'll get there. Um, I also think the last year the rough played much more difficult than normal. One of the toughest courses to get up and down from the green side rough. Um, undulating greens. There's these different quadrants and heavily contoured complexes that makes these things difficult. They're layered. You want to be on the correct layer. And even further so, if you're going to leave yourself a lag putt, you want to be uphill. Um, downhill putts are extremely slippery. We see a lot of three putts here. We see a lot of tentativeness because of that. Um, emphasis on proximity, further emphasis on proper approach play. Key stats. Um, course history, a.k.a. strokes gained total at Muirfield Village. I'm going to look at it. Even though there's some renovation in there, I'm going to take that into account. I did for the last 24 rounds, basically encompassing your past six tournaments. <coughs> Excuse me once again. Around the green game. Looking at the last 36, my good buddy, Rick Rungood, uh, has it as the highest correlated stat in terms of success at Memorial around the green game. Got to be able to get yourself up and down. You're going to miss a lot of greens. Approach play off the tee, pretty generous as most Nicholas courses will provide. Super demanding on your approach shots just because of the hazard, essentially, that has been created by greenside rough. Bunkers are difficult as well. Uh, my buddy Andy Lack over there rated it as the fourth hardest course out of 40 on the PGA Tour in terms of approach difficulty. It's tough. Par 5 scoring. I'm looking at par ones that require not a ton of eagles. Got to sometimes lay up to make birdie. Here's a couple of quotes. Patrick Cantlay, last year, 2021. I've never laid up as much as this week around this golf course on the par fives by a long ways. Rory had this to say, quote, you're probably more likely to make birdie just by laying up. This is Rory McIlroy. And, which is a shame because it's sort of exciting to go for par fives and it's sort of taken that a bit out of play, end quote. Wedge play could be a factor here, 100 yards, 70 yards and in. Um, maybe why we saw, you know, we see guys like Justin Thomas have had success here. Patrick Cantlay, John Rahm, historically really good wedge players. Difficult conditions, strokes gain, greens and regulation, and putting on pure ass bent grass greens. Okay, before we get to the board, my best bet of the week. Brought to you by my buds, Fantasy Golf Pod. Um, they are running the shows during the week now. 
Josh, Chad, Eric, Cecil, um, Sweet Spot, all good dudes. They're doing very unique things in terms of content. You should definitely 100% check them out. Chad does the ownership projections. He does the lineup narratives. All good, fun, enjoyable content that doesn't take itself too seriously, much like this show. Fantasy Golf Pod brings you the best bet of the week. William Zalatoris. Um, I'm going back here, guys. 33 to 1 were the odds that I got on Willie Z. Here's my case. First, in par 5 scoring under difficult conditions. When you look at the scorecard this week, um, all four essentially rank between 550 and 600 yards on the scorecard. Now, they could play with that a little bit. I think Saturday, Sunday last year, they moved the tees up on some of those, but Will Zalator is also first there in that range as well. Difficult par fives first. Got a score there. Um, let me get the stat because I did jot it down here. Um, 23 of the top 25 players in last year's tournament gained strokes on the par fives. It is a must. Strokes gained approach. Second most important stat this week. Last 36 rounds, he ranks dose. Second in the field. Fifth in bogey avoidance. Anytime the difficult conditions ratchet up, I lean Wills Alatoris. You have to. And then I'll have the same thing. Strokes gain total difficult conditions. Um, sixth in the field. PGA Championships, U.S. Open, Masters. He's got top five, top ten finishes everywhere. Look, he is a... Rocket ship fueled and ready for liftoff. I think this is the week that he takes off in outer space and we see an epic run out of Mr. Zalatoris. Reason for miscut, second, miscut. He's due for like a first or second this week. Probably get to second um, with my luck lately. 6, 26, 38, 26, second. Course history miscut, I believe in 2018, so four or five years ago. Uh, hasn't been back. This should be a course that sets up great for him. 33 to 1. It's a good number. Look, when he finished second at Torrey, he was 28 to 1 that week. This is not a bad price on Wills Alatoris, considering that we just saw him lose in a PGA Championship in a playoff, considering we saw him back it up with another good Masters performance. We know that he plays good in these conditions. Um, this is a quality price point that I think is fair. 33 to 1, William Z. That's my favorite bet of the week. Let's move to the top of the board. I'm going to bring up the odds checker grid from my boys over there at odds checker. Um, here are the best odds right now available to you. Let me see if I can zoom this in here. <coughs> Excuse me. That's a little better. John Rahm, 10 to 1. Not going to bet John Rahm. Rory McIlroy, 12 to 1. Uh, I was just telling Jeff Feinberg I might get there with Rory. Um, he's been in fantastic form. He just has not been able to put it together for four complete rounds. Uh, I think that he's really close. Of course, history here, 18th, 32nd, didn't play the workday. 74th, 8th, 4th. So going back a little bit further, it tends to be a little bit better. Um, three top eights in a row. He's playing awesome. All things seem to be kicking. He just loses it for like eight holes, like an eight-hole stretch in some tournament at some point that's killing him. 
thus making 12 to 1 kind of hard to swallow. I need to see a little bit more win equity out of them, which is why I have not pulled that trigger yet. Patrick Cantlay. What's the best number on Patrick Cantlay? Right now, 17 to 1 over at FanDuel, 10 to 1 at DraftKings. Wow. Big disparity there. Um, and here's my first bet of the week, Xander. Okay, so you have the choice here at like 20, 22 to 1 to go Cam Smith, Xander, Spieth, Morikawa, Hovland. The one with the least amount of red flags to me at this moment in time is Xander Shoffley. So Xander early in the year was tinkering quite a bit um, with the driver, and it had me very nervous. Um, he, he wasn't playing well. He wasn't confident with the driver. He was hitting it far, but he lost a ton of accuracy. I'm going to pull this up because I'm, I'm looking on my other screen here. So excuse my eyes, but I'm going to look at the last 24 rounds. Xander Shoffley, ninth in fairways gained third in good drives gained. He's found the fairway. He's found the sweet spot with the driver. Here's those other guys, for instance. Cam Smith, 104. Spieth, 77. Morikawa, 25. Hovland is 19. So he's the best, most accurate driver of the bunch. Um, he's still not short by any means, but things are really turning nicely for Xander. Obviously got the win in the team event. Um, his other recent finishes here, 11th. 13th, 14th, 14th, all top 15s last four times. His recent form in general obviously has the team win 13th, 5th, 12th. So he's putting together top 15s here and top 15s recently. I think 22 to 1 is the fair number. Concerns about Cam Smith. Yeah, he's just up and down putting. I worry about his accuracy off the tee. This is not Kapalua. This is not Augusta National anymore. Um, there is a major penalty for missing off the tee. It's not wide. He narrowed things in a little bit. And the longer you hit it, and Cam Smith hits it pretty far now, the more it narrows and pinches. Um, I worry about that, and playing out of this rough is no joke. Jordan Spieth, the putter, believe it or not, is the main concern for me right now. Seems to have no confidence. Seems to have a problem with focus at times. Um, missing two footers, I don't care how bad your putter is, to me is is mental focus and a little bit of stick-to-itiveness there that I would like to see him do better. Hovland, the around-the-green game worries me, of course. No surprise there. Rick brought up the stat. It's the highest correlated stat to success. I know that if he stripes it well and drives it well, that does not matter, although I worry that that doesn't always happen perfectly. Um, and who was the other guy that I brought up? Morikawa. Just not good finishes. 40 and 55th. Things are slipping. The putter's not there. The around the green game is also awful for Colin Morikawa lately. I think Xander is the safest bet at the top of the board if you're not talking Rom or McElroy. That's the case. 23 to 1 I got on. Was out there um, earlier today. You can still find 22s. Moving down the board a little bit. Have Zalatoris there that I mentioned. Let me load all these. Shane Lowry, I can't get there at 25 to 1. Hideki at 28 is extremely intriguing to me. Kind of between, if I can get a 25 on Hovland, I might do that. But I almost like Hideki a little bit more. Um, 
it tends to burn people when they're on him, but most of the time people are off. I think he makes a really good DraftKings play this week, has good course history here, savvy around the greens. I had him at the PGA. I was very confident in him there, and he just didn't play too well. Matt Fitzpatrick, I'm sorry. I'm not taking you 28-1. to 1. Um, Cameron Young, let's talk Cameron Young. <coughs> 40 to 1. So Jeff and Pat, I thought, had a great conversation about Cameron Young. And it got me to think these guys, these young players, right, in their rookie season, call it, come out hot out of the gates. Where do they get that first win? Like, what's the price? that they normally cash at. Are they going to cash at their peak 35 to one at the Memorial when he was 60 to one at the PGA? You know, like I don't feel like that's as likely. I feel like you're more likely to wait potentially for a little bit of a forum to cool and you can catch him at double the number. You catch him at 80 to one later in the season. I, I, I don't know what Morikawa's, first win was Wolf. Wolf came out with all the hype in the world, right? Extremely hot out of the gates. Won at like 125 to 1 in his rookie season. Like not much into it. It was still 125 to 1. So I'm not ready to get there at 35, 40 to 1 Cam Young. Do I think he can win? Yes, he's awesome. Northeast doesn't get many of these tournaments. Wins in July. Wins on bent grass all through the Corn Ferry Tour. Um, I'm not, I'm okay missing it if it happens here in this field at 40. Homa, like Homa a lot better. Um, he's been playing awesome. The rhythm, the tempo, the confidence, the mental fortitude, it's all there. I think that he's the best player, um, right now in terms of Neiman, Young, Homa. I like Homa the best, um. He's doing everything really well. Tactical golf courses, Riviera, like these are big tournaments. Um, imagine he gets this win to add to the belt. Uh, he's having a hell of a season. I haven't bet him yet. This is the range where I got to make my other decision. Is it Hideki? Is it Homa? Is it Connors at 60? Is it Berger at 60 to 1? Pereira is 50, who's playing great. Um, all good options here. By the way, if you have anything that you want to hear on any guy specifically, drop it in the comments. Uh, would love to to hear from you. Davis Riley, 60 to 1. Patrick Reed is 65 to 1. And the guy's kind of getting it going. I got this little Wi-Fi signal that keeps popping up. So um, if you're here, let me know if I'm getting choppy. I hope it's not my internet. Reed's getting it going. The approach play. Let me pull up the numbers. Was looking at it earlier. It's getting better. The off the tee is getting better. So the rumor that I heard was he cracked the PXG driver last week and switched to an old one. Um, was fantastic. 6.5 T to green. His best performance last week in since the 2021 Travelers Championship. Was great. Finished 7th. Confidence is getting there. 3.5 on approach at the Schwab. 5.2 on approach at the PGA Championship. It's turning around. I was honestly hoping to catch 80-1, to 101 Patrick Reed this week. I was a little shocked 
by the sticker price. But the books aren't going to let this guy get hot and roll because they know he's afraid of no one. And he will go out there and win tournaments he's not supposed to win. It's close. I'll wait and maybe catch a U.S. Open number uh, potentially in triple digits. No read for me this week. <coughs> Excuse me again. Um, moving up in the long shot range, Seamus Power 66 to 1. Billy Horschel this week is 66 to 1. Adam Scott 80 to 1. This has, I'm putting a lot of thought into this. This has, a, it just is generating a feeling in me that is just thinking this is a good number for Adam Scott. No one's really talking about him. He's not playing terrible, although you aren't seeing top five finishes. Um, putting it really well, has been pretty good around the greens, has good course history. I don't know. I don't know. 80 to 1 is a big number on a guy like Adam Scott in a hundred and what is it, 26 man field. Um, let me pull up. Okay, so a 16th, a second, a 35th, a 34th. Those were his last four times at Muirfield Village. Um, 97th, 32nd, 48th, 82nd. Those are his last four starts, so middling to bad. Um, feels like a spot where where he could turn around, and you're going to be like, man, Adam Scott was 80-1 to this week. If he finds himself in the contention, that's going to feel like you, you, you maybe let one slip. When you're looking at Chris Kirk and you're looking at Aaron Wise and you're looking at Abe Answer, like Scott's better than all these players, particularly on a demanding course it's going to be difficult. It's going to uh, put a super emphasis on approach and long iron play. I like Adam Scott. I bet Chris Kirk, though. All that said, I bet Chris Kirk. Third and around the green. That's what got me. Um, while he doesn't have a ton of distance off the tee, he is very accurate. He is a good plotter. I think that to Rory's point that I mentioned earlier in the show, a lot of these par fives are layup holes now. There's there's trouble. There's these meandering creeks that run all throughout the course, and you can make double bogey on a par five and shoot yourself out of it. Sometimes your best chance for birdie is from 80 yards out. Like Tiger did that really well here. Getting like hitting a three wood up there and being behind the green is almost dead on any Jack Nicholas course. You've got to stay in front of the hole. Coming in, I, I like Chris Kirk's chances this week. Um, good performances very recently in his last couple of events. Let me see here. He's good out of the sand. Top 10 in sand saves. I'm pulling up his recent events. So 15th at Charles Schwab, 5th at the PGA Championship. He's got top 15s in four of his last eight starts. Some missed cuts in between, but his gained strokes on approach in one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten consecutive events. The iron play has been really good. Also gained off the tee in all ten of those events. Has up and down putting weeks, but you don't mind seeing that when you're betting a long shot. Plus 2.2, minus 3.1, plus 1.7, minus 4.8, plus 2.8. Like we want the plus three strokes game putting week, do everything else consistently, and should find himself in a decent top 20. Um, I bet a top 40 this week just as we move down on Denny McCarthy, he's just cashing these bets for me and he, he keeps doing it. So I'm just going to keep riding it on courses. You may not think he can contend that 
He's in great confidence right now. I think 17 of his last 18 made cuts is the run that he's on. Top 40 on Denny's plus 145. That'll be out in the odds checker video tomorrow with Jeff. Um, if you're here now, a little bonus for you. Get in early. Okay. Also have a matchup on there, which I've been crushing the matchups that I've picked. Um, I've got this new strategy where I take one player who's not playing good and one player who's playing good. Wild strategy, I know. And I take the guy who's playing good. Um, got another winner there. Check that out tomorrow. Bryson DeChambeau. What? do we do we don't bet it we don't bet 100 to 1 on bryson when we have not seen him a man of god a a no longer a scientist no longer a meathead he's now a um student of the lord i wish him all the best i really do i don't dislike bryson everyone thinks i hate bryson stop it i don't dislike him I think that he chases past, and I think that he goes to the extreme. He went to the extreme on the science thing. He went to the extreme on um, the irons. I'm the only guy that's going to play single length. He went to the extreme with the driving distance thing, and he got hurt, and it's because of it. Um, Jish Swish is in here. He's going to tell me it was from a ping pong accident, and I'm going to say no. It was from hitting the ball too hard in eight-hour training sessions, swinging 195 miles an hour. Tom Hoagie, not a bad pick. Once again, if we're talking wedges, if we're talking laying up on par fives, he's playing really well. Ricky's playing pretty good, too. Sneaky, 125 to 1 on Ricky. Um, who else do we want to talk about? Brendan Steele, Mr. Memorial, 150 to 1. Why not? Cam Champ, I thought about it, 150 to 1. Um such a weapon anyone with such a weapon like that if they if things go well they go well they don't they don't but 150 to one you put 10 bucks down i don't know i didn't do it here's who i took we're gonna keep scrolling down because this is a bad price on this guy danny willett 250 to one on DraftKings. I had Danny Willett last year, top 20, and it was one of the most gut-wrenching final holes I've ever seen. I believe double or triple bogey on 18 last year. He was in like 11th and went to 21st or 22nd and, and missed the top 20. 12th at the British Masters a few weeks ago. 12th at the Masters, the U.S. Masters. Um, within the month, hard golf tournament, bent grass greens. It's too big of a number. Listen, here's the bet that I took on Willett too. There's a top Englishman market out there. It's basically him and Matt Fitzpatrick in my eyes, right? So Fitz is a wagon right now. He's, he's going to be awesome in these matchups and these top Englishman markets. He's never going to win, but he's going to be great there, right? Um, the other ones in it are Luke Donald. You, you got no chance, Luke Donald. Aaron Rye was in the conversation, missed two out of his last three cuts. I think he peaked. Things are trending down. I don't think this is an Aaron Rye course. Will it? Like 32nd, 26th, and 26th, his last three years here. Great history at Memorial. Not playing poorly. And I don't know. If you put a matchup price on Fitz versus will it is he going to be plus 600 in a head-to-head -head? probably not you're probably looking they were okay if they were to give that matchup price 
let me think here. Fitz would probably be minus 350, and Willett would be plus 275. Those are my odds. I'm going to take the 6-1 to one on top Englishman. Call me crazy. Um, Danny Willett's 250-1. to one. You should probably bet that. Top 40 on Willett as well is, is like plus 250. Good numbers. It, um, a lot of good guys in the field. Shortened field. Uh, you're going to want to probably bet some at the top, but I don't mind taking a few long shots. I still have a decision to make in the middle. The card will be out indeed tomorrow. Final thoughts for this week at the Memorial. Um, I don't really have anything. Don't get sick. Don't get this freaking virus. And it's not COVID. It's like a sinus infection that sucks and it will rip through your whole household. And I'm suffering. I'm good, but it sucks. Don't get sick. Have a great week. Enjoy the Memorial. Canadian Open. U.S. Open. I'm already starting to dig into Brookline and the country club up there. Uh, I've got some good stuff planned for that week. Fun Canadian Open next week with a great field. I want to see Brooks Kepka play golf again sometime soon and not uh, leaving the first quarter of the heat game in game seven. Love to see you back, Brooks. Anyways, uh, have a great night. Enjoy yourself. Thanks for checking out Preferred Lines. If you're here again, subscribe to the YouTube channel, please. Kindly sort of begging you. I want, I have a number I have to hit. If I don't hit it, things could get drastic around here. All right. I've got a goal in mind. I have to hit my goals or else I'm very hard on myself. Help me help you help me do that. Thank you. Once again, check out this new sign too. Mother-in-law got me that. I tried to put it above uh, my head here, but the white background, it gets really blurry. So I'm going to figure something out for it. Pretty, pretty dope gift. Got a cool mother-in-law. Thanks again. Love you guys. Have a good week. Peace.